Hi, guys. Can you hear me okay? Can you hear me okay? Um, what a great morning so far. It's been, it's been, I've really felt the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, it just shows you when, when we gather as a few, like we're really aware there's a, quite a lot of people away this weekend. So um, uh, it's just amazing that God is so faithful, isn't it? And, and we got to encounter him this morning. So because there are so many people away um, this weekend, we thought it'd be a good opportunity to just revisit um, the Bible study idea that we did a few weeks ago when, again, I think there were a lot of people... Oh, no, it's when COVID happened, wasn't it? Okay. So what would be great is if we can get into some groups, families. It'd be great if you guys could uh, maybe get a couple of families together as well and also like let's not have separation so maybe some people go join the families like let's have some dotted around so give I'm going to give you a minute to get yourselves organized because I'm no help in that at all and if you've got a bible do you want to get your bibles out that would be really good right so first of all families you've had some activities to do haven't you um just want to show off my origami boat, just going to say. That's quite good, isn't it? I feel that would float. Um, has have anyone else had a go at the origami boat? So I, I want to confess that when I... So I learnt this at, at my job at school, and I have a, a young person who's in year seven who's faithfully taught me once a week how to make an origami boat. I'm going to tell you, it took the whole of last half term for me to learn to do it properly. So... Um, that's why I'm going to show it off. So if you've had a chance to uh, do a boat, that's great. And also there were some pegs. I particularly like this. So you've got on one side, you've got um, a person who's looking a bit shocked. Give me a shocked face, children. Have you got a shocked face? Parents, give me a shocked face. Okay. And, um, and then there's a, a peaceful face on the other side. So we, this will tell you the story in the Bible where Jesus calmed the storm, and that's what the boats are about. So we're in Mark, Mark 4, and it's verse 35. So if you want to find that, that'd be fab. So what we're going to do is we're just going to read a little bit of scripture from the ESV. Then we're going to, yes, thank you. Then we're going to um, read it from the message. And then uh, after a bit, we're going to have some questions. And just in your groups, you're going to chat through the questions. It's all going to be up there. Um, so that's good. And if you've got another version of the Bible that you want to check it out in, that's fine. You can do that in your groups. That's fine. And, um, and then afterwards, we'll just come around and we'll just find out what people thought about it and how God spoke. Last time we did this, it was so encouraging and exciting to hear how God was speaking to everybody. So I'm really excited to revisit that. So I'm just going to pray and then we'll get into our scripture. Lord, I just want to thank you that you've been with us and you've been speaking to us so far this morning. Thank you, Lord, that your word is alive. It's living and active. And Lord, as we go into your word, Lord, we want to hear from you. We want to have our hearts open to receive all that you have for us. God, we love you and we want to pursue you this morning. So as we open your word, as we get into your word, Lord, would you, would you speak to us? Would you arrest our attention? Lord, help us to know that we can hear you. Help each one to know that, that you speak to them and that what they have to share is important. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So, Mark 4, verse 35. 
through to 41. So I'm just going to read the first bit. Jesus calms a storm. So on that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side and leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. He said to them, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? So Jesus had been uh, sharing parables. They'd seen him do some amazing things. The disciples had seen him do things. You can read in Mark, you know, it's great to look at the Gospels and just read what happened before this and read what happened after this but we can do that when you get home (laughs) but it's great to do that so I'm going to ask Anil to read the other scripture there this one I'm reading from I'm reading from the message the wind ran out of breath late that day he said to them let's go across to the other side they took him in the boat as he was Other boats came along. A huge storm came up. Waves poured into the boat, threatening to sink it. And Jesus was in the stern, head on a pillow, sleeping. They roused him, saying, Teacher, is it nothing to you that we are going going down? Awake now, he told the wind to pipe down and said to the sea, Quiet, settle down. The wind ran out of breath. The sea became smooth as glass. Jesus reprimanded the disciples, Why are you such cowards? Don't you have any faith at all? They were in absolute awe, staggered. Who is this anyway? They asked, wind and sea at at his beck and call. So that's great. So, like last time, we had some questions. Um, I don't know if we can get those up. Can we get those up? Yay. So it's the same questions as last time, which is interesting, because I wondered if they might be different questions this time when I looked this up. And I was like, no, same questions. And it's, it's really, they're good questions. So what does this story tell me about God? What does this story tell me about man? And if this is really God's word, what changes would I have to make to my life? And what do I need, who do I need to tell? So it's all up there. And it'd be great if you can um, kind of keep an idea of like your, what you're chatting about. When we come round, just share some, a couple of the headlines of what you guys have been finding out about God, okay? So we're going to give you about 15 minutes to do this. It's not long, so just have it, like, listen to people, talk to people. Don't hide what you're feeling. Talk about it, because everyone else needs to hear what you have to say, all right? And then we'll come back and we'll do a couple of other things. Okay, while you're talking, Anil and I are going to hand out a couple of bits of paper, which are for later. And if you, have, if you need a pen, we'll give you a pen. That's just for something afterwards. Okay, away you go. Uh, 
guys there's just another few minutes if you want to if you haven't already been able to share your ideas yet go for it put your hand up and go me next but also if you're not sure if you're still kind of like sitting there going i don't know what to say have a think about what's jumping out to you what is it that you connect with in that story because that might be what god's beginning to talk to you about okay um, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to come down, come round groups, and just it'd be great to hear um, what what's been what the chat's been about, and you know different headlines of what you know what did you spend most of your time talking about, or or what are your thoughts, what are your pearls of wisdom about this passage? You know God speaks to all of us, so it'd be great we can if we all share like different bits of it, we're going to have this really great picture of what God might be saying to us. Okay, so. I came to this group first last time, but I'm going to do the same. I'm going to be a creature of habit. Well, one of our group said that there have been lots of storms in their life. Um, and and they, um, they, they learnt from that storm, learnt from that problem, and, and, and grew a little bit. And, and so uh, don't be afraid of a storm. Um, it leads to greater things. That's really good. That's great. Is there anything else out of this group? Like, um, what about what does it tell you about God? Did you have any thoughts about what it tells you about God? We were talking about how God is just so at peace in this storm. Like he just he just goes to sleep. And I was thinking about um, storms that we've had recently, like COVID. And God would have just been sitting on His throne, just so calm and so at peace, and so not disturbed by what was going on but he he has the full picture he knows exactly what's going on and I don't think he would look at us badly for maybe getting a bit worried sometimes because he knows he knows where we're at and that we just see what is surrounding us but he we can come to him with our doubts and with our worries and he listens and great yeah that's brilliant. That's great. That's a good start. So yeah, so we all we have storms. The storms can teach us things. The storms can help us to um, look at the storms ahead you know storms are normal aren't they waves are normal it happens and um and also god is confident and at peace that he's in control isn't it okay what about this group anything okay so um i, I was i was uh, put, putting a list of stuff down that uh we, we went through i think one thing that misses um, and that, and that we miss a lot with with Jesus' miracles is Jesus' miracles very often show something very specific within the context that he was he was living in, and this miracle in particular actually demonstrates that Jesus is God, um, because in in Psalm one o seven. Um, in verses 29 and 30, you'll see that, that something that is the work of God is actually calming storms. And so when when Jesus is doing this, he's actually demonstrating that he is God. And, you know, so, something something G Jesus said, said that if you don't believe his words, believe the actions that, that, that he does. And this is an example of one of those actions. So yeah, that's that's um, one thing, and then some uh, something else that uh, came out um, in our group, which, which I think's worthwhile to think about, is that as humans we we have doubts. Like the disciples panicked; they they were following Jesus around everywhere that he went, 
And so because of that, they had more knowledge of who Jesus is um, than, than we're able to get just, just reading through the page of scripture. And even they were panicked by, by that storm. And so Jesus, Jesus acted on, on their behalf. And so that's something that, that we can take comfort in. That's good. That's great. That's great, guys. That's really good. Thank you. Thanks, Piers. That's really good. Excellent. So uh, anyone want to say anything in this group? The first question was, what does this story tell me about God? Then we've, what does this story tell me about man? And what changes would I have to make in my life? And what do I need to, who do I need to tell? Any, any comments? Well, I guess the comment from us would be, um, if they hadn't asked him to do anything... Would the storm have kept going? Who knows? Mm. Uh, so what we kind of came out with, he didn't do anything until he was asked to do it. Even though he told them it was a lack of faith, he still only did something because they were sailors. They were, they, 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 they were used to the storms of the lake or the, the sea, as it were. So they were really scared. So, yeah, he actually did something when, they were, when he was asked. That's so good. That's, that's got you thinking, hasn't it? That's good. And also, that's good in terms of like thinking about, we, you know, it's okay to ask. When we're facing the storms, asking actually puts our attention on, on him, doesn't it? It puts our attention. And that's what helps things to, to, to be in perspective when we're facing storms and stuff. Anyone from this group? It was just more uh, about the... It kind of reminded me of that. Well, it's, it's often told as a joke, but the story about the, this man um, in a, caught in a flood on his rooftop, and he's praying to God that uh, he'll come and save him. And so this rowboat comes along, and uh, and he's like, "Jump in, I can save you." And the guy's like, "No, it's okay. I'm praying to God, and he'll save me." And then the guy goes on, and then a speedboat, a motorboat comes along, and he's like, "Jump in, I can save you." And this. Um, and he's like, no, it's okay, my God's got me. Um, and then, uh, so the guy carries on, and then a helicopter comes as the floods are getting higher. And um, he's like, take, take hold of the rope, we'll save you. And he's like, no, it's okay, my God's going to save me. And then, um, so the helicopter flies away, and then eventually the storms, uh, the, the waters rise, and the, and the guy drowns. And then he's in heaven, and he speaks to God, and he's like, I had faith in you. Why didn't you save me from, from this storm, from this floods that was coming? And he was, and the... And, and God then said, I did, I sent you the boat, the, the other boat, and then the helicopter, but you didn't listen. And it was just more about the expectation that we have of how God might intervene in a situation, and that it may not be how you think it will, he, he will intervene, because he works in very different ways to, to our mind, to how our minds can think and, and, and interpret. So it's, it's more just to look for God in the, in the other things that, that he will he will come in and, and help you, in, I think. That's great. Yeah, that's so good. Like, that whole thing of, like, missing it sometimes, you know, that really resonates with me. Uh, does it resonate with anyone else? Just me. Okay, just me? Anyone else? <laughs> Who wants to talk in this group? And the funny thing is, I'm going to say one of Darren's amazing insights. Because the thing that really stuck in my head was when Darren was saying that Jesus was just fast asleep in the, in the stern, which meant they absolutely had to take their eye off the storm and almost like Very good. temporarily forget about the storm because they've got to wake, wake this guy up. Yeah. Very good. 
And it's like, wow. And it's like, I hadn't even seen that. Just from the opening line, um, Jesus doesn't say, wait for this, let's wait for the storm to pass, because he knows the storm's coming. He doesn't say, let's wait for a bit till the storm's come. He just says, let's go now. But he knows the storm's coming, so God will allow us deliberately to go through storms so that we can learn something in them and grow to rely on him more. Gives it, the storms give God a chance to prove his power. Um, one other thing that we said was, um, what does that change about what we should do in our lives? Um, it means that we should trust God and not try and fix things ourselves. That's really good. That's so good. So, like, um, I would really... So, I was going to... I just, I'm just really aware of time. I don't want us to go over too long. And so, I, I'm not going to... I was going to share a story about this week and how a bit of a storm, a bit of a wave hit hit me, but I'm not going to do that because, like, we've already established all of us have waves and all of us... So, what I want us to do is there's a bit of paper that you've been given... And it was really just a kind of a way of actioning. You know, this bit about um, what changes would I need to, would I make in my life? And so I, I was just thinking about how can we, you know, you know, we sort of come out of reading a scripture like this and we go, we need to trust God. Next time the storm comes along, we need to trust God. Um, what am I going to do? I'm going to trust God. And then the storm comes and you're like, you're like, oh, there's another storm, another wave. Oh, and so what I wanted to do was just to kind of go a little bit deeper in that. So I've done some um, outstanding art this morning. Uh, there's my storm cloud with uh, questionable lightning, but it's a storm cloud. And, um, and there's my uh, stormy seas. So you can draw whatever you like. Um, but it's just about uh, maybe committing to writing some of those things down, like recognising. So for me this week... The storm for me has been, I've been really worried about my kids. I've been really stressed out and anxious about my children. And um, they've been hitting some challenges. You can hear the choke in my throat. throat. They've been hitting some challenges. And, and I just got really worried. And uh, I just was crying and just feeling really down in the dumps. And, and like the wave would come. And then we'd get a phone call from another one. And, and another wave would come. And, you know, there's a reason why we have a glass ornament feel sometimes when these things come resonates with me and waves really resonate with me and that's how I feel sometimes when these things come and um so after I spent my time like being so full of faith and like weeping and being so like committed to remembering the Lord and looking at the wave and thinking how are we going to help how am I going to solve this and basically being a disciple in the boat I was just like this is really resonating with me. I need to not be anxious. How can I not be anxious? Well, in uh, Philippians, it talks about uh, not being anxious. And one of the roots to that is thanksgiving. And, but also one of the roots is like thinking about what do we know about God? What has he done before? So that's what this is about. So maybe we write on one side, we draw our cloud and we go, I will be going. I'm really anxious about my children. I'm worried about them. They're having trouble. And I can't go in and save them because they're adults now. They have to work this out themselves. I can help them a bit, but they're not necessarily going to listen to me. <laughs> and then on the other side, I've got a cloud or a sunshine or whatever. Or I've got a calm sea. And I'm going to write, like, what do I know about Jesus in this situation? What do I know about God? What I know about God is they, they belong to him. They don't belong to me. He's in control. He's got a plan. 
He knows what they're going through. He knows how to solve it. And that's what I'm going to start declaring on here. And then I'm going to thank him for that. I'm going to thank him that he's in charge and he's in control. And I just felt like it would be a really good thing to just take a couple of minutes to just do that. Make a start here. Maybe take it home. Put it in your Bible. Um, Kids as well, this is something for you. If you've got some sort of worries about school or like anything that you're going through, like you can write this stuff down too. You can think about it. Um, it's not an adults only thing. My drawing should show you that. Yeah. So you're just going to take literally a couple of minutes, grab your paper. If you haven't got paper or pen, and Neil's got some, well, I've got some here. And um, just take a couple of minutes to just wait on God. Okay. And then, and then we'll, we'll pray and we'll stop after that. Okay. Okay. So we're just going to draw that to a close now. I hope, I hope you've had time to just, even just to start thinking about that. Um, and uh, I want to encourage you to take that, um, take that piece of paper away and look up, um, look up this scripture. Where have I put it? Philippians 4, verse 4 to 7. I'm just going to read this. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that's what I was talking about, this thing about how when we ask God, when we, when we go to him, you know, like they, the guys were talking about over here, when we take our eyes off the storm and we look to him and we go to him and we thank him for who he is and what he's done, the peace begins to come and our focus begins to be on God and that's what brings us peace because he's our rock and he's a safe place to stand. So I just want to pray and then we're going to finish. So Lord, I want to thank you today. Thank you so much, Lord, for, for your word. Thank you for your presence here today with us. Thank you, God, that we can trust you, that, that, we, that we know that you've got us, you're holding us. You're holding us, Lord. There's nothing that happens that you don't know about. Thank you that you knew that storm was coming and you were at peace to sleep because you knew. You knew because you created the waves. You created the sea. You knew that you could command it. You knew that you had that boat safe. So God, I want to ask you to help us this week to remember that and help us as we face the waves in our lives. Help us to be full of faith. Help us to look to you and to ask you when we need your help, Lord, and and to just ask you to be with us each day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.